Welcome to the Magic Pisces Podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great... <clears throat> Welcome back to the Magic Pisces Podcast. I really don't know what I'm going to talk about, hence no episodes for a while. 97 downloads in the last episode, 150 the episode before that and the episode before that. Thanks for listening. I hope I didn't offend anybody. Maybe I did. It's so hard to not be offensive these days, it seems. And I posted I posted some shit on Facebook yesterday, a Joe Rogan interview with Ben Shapiro. The few days before that I posted a Joe Rogan interview with um, Jordan Peterson and those being two people, Ben Shapiro being a person I, I really do disagree with on certain things, particularly his um, his view on trans people. But at the same time, his podcast is is so entertaining. It's just thoroughly entertaining. He's just got this way of presenting the veil. And I'm not sure, you know, of course, people, they didn't really attack me, but they have their opinions on Ben Shapiro. But it's kind of like, you know, go do something awesome, you know, and people are going to awesome being, you know, go do something that attracts a lot of followers and a lot of listener listeners and a lot of uh, potential hate and um, and polarization. And, you know, that that's what happens. So, you know, it's sort of like go do something. If you're the type of person that's offended by Ben Shapiro or Jordan Peterson, you know, or Joe Rogan, go out and do something equally as awesome and that pisses people off in a different way and and then see how you feel, I guess. I'm really um, tired of talking about politics and I think I, I think I dedicated maybe, they're, they're obviously a part of the world and a part of the world that we currently find ourselves living in. But at the same time, there's just, um, I don't want any more division. I, it, it's really cool because even I, even though I posted that, that YouTube video or I posted that YouTube video and it actually kind of led to a, a conversation versus an attack, uh, versus an, an attack fest. And I thought that was cool. There were some people that said, I don't like him because, well, that's fine. That's great. I completely understand why you don't like him. I just happen to like him because, you know, and you can dislike Ben Shapiro and I can like him and I can understand why you fucking dislike him for sure. Maybe you can understand why I, I, I appreciate him. Maybe you can't. That's perfectly fine. But, um, you know, life is just, um, it's just too short. It's just too short to be fighting with your neighbors and... People didn't get into these conversations, these types of hate-fueled, divisionary, tribal conversations before Facebook, basically. Nobody gets in arguments on Instagram. When people say arguing on social media, that's Facebook. It's on Facebook. It's all on Facebook. There's some, I guess there's maybe some stuff that happens in the YouTube comment sections, but not the way it does on Facebook. And again, I don't see anybody arguing on Instagram. And so... There's just it that platform just fuels this tribalism, and we've really resorted, or I'm not sure what the word is, but there's a lot of there are people with sort of tribal ties to one another, and it's this tribe against that tribe. And I got a tribe, I'm a member of a tribe, 
but it's a healing tribe. And and I my tribe isn't it's not against any other tribe and I don't want to get I don't want to be against anyone. Anybody who knows me, anybody who's listening who may disagree with me on anything knows that if we ran into each other, we would give each other a hug, a fist bump, a handshake, a high five, something and we would have a cool and relatively pleasant interaction. That's it. That's me with basically anybody. That's that's always my intention. How do I have a cool, relatively pleasant interaction with this other human being in front of me? And if that person doesn't want to have a pleasant, relatively pleasant, cool interaction with me, well, then that's their problem and not mine. And I'm moving towards the end of The Course in Miracles, and it's, it's really astonishing the, 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 the effect it has on one's consciousness. I cannot emphasize its power enough nor can I emphasize the the work involved in in keeping up with it and wrapping your head around it and I've probably said this before but spiritual work is exactly that it is work it is work 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 one of my favorite memes is the one that 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 says what people think a spiritual awakening is and it's this hot chick like sitting on a rock in the lotus position in like spandex she's all hot and stuff <laughs> and and what an actual spiritual awakening is and it's there's this lady like underneath the bed covers and you know she's terrified of getting out of bed and it just says i'm not crazy i'm not crazy so you got the the yoga girl up top and the, i'm not crazy below and spiritual awakenings are they're the the latter they're they're you're crazy you're you're clawing at the universe to have it try to make sense and it doesn't and it's just the most god-awful thing ever and about a year ago, I just started to really pop out of my last very dark night. Uh, started to come to an end a year ago, and um, it was mostly financial. It was fine. It was finances that led to it, and and then some other crazy shit um, that happened, and and it all just came to a head um, just about a year ago. And I went out to the desert, and I completely lost my shit, and. Um, and uh, was reborn again for like the third or fourth or fifth time. And spiritual awakenings are like that. You will be put through. You will be put through a dark night. I. I that's not. That's probably not my last dark night. Um. But when you're when you work through that stuff with the appropriate support structures, uh, you emerge a stronger being, a stronger spirit, a more whole person. And. And that's why God, he, she at the universe throws that shit at you to make you stronger. And I remember I was a, I took martial arts for, for years. This is back in the day in probably the early, yeah, this was in the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. And, and they would work us out. They would literally work us out like until we dropped, you know, it was like work out until you pass out almost. And, and <clears throat> there's something you discover about working out pushing yourself that hard and that far there's something that you discover about yourself in 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 enduring that type of a workout because there comes a there there comes a moment in in the midst of it when you realize that the only thing that is going to get you through it is your mind it's all about your mind it's your you choose you choose to get through it, and that's it. Or you don't. You choose to quit. 
I very rarely saw anybody quit. There were people that were just not in not in good enough shape that would like literally fall down. Um, but you know, nobody ever nobody ever quit, and it was the the leadership. It was the leadership of the dojo that was there to push us beyond the the places where we wanted to quit, which is why coaching is so important. Coaches are there, trainers are there, no matter what you know field it's in. If it's if it's life coaching, if it's um, you know just personal training or martial arts instructing or whatever, a, a coach is there to <clears throat> to move you beyond the place where you want to quit. And and the things that exist for us on this on, on the other side of us wanting to quit are amazing and they are just and you will get your just rewards if you move beyond the thing that you currently see stopping you it was so cool i did a um a webinar a couple weeks ago and it was a total success and i had absolutely no idea how it was going to go and the only thing that there was to do was practice as much as i can as much as i could and throw myself out into the unknown and let the technical problems that were inevitably going to arise arise in real time in the middle of the thing. And they did. And I dealt with them and bam, there I go. And I got two clients out of it. So I made money. And that's what happens when you move beyond the edges of your comfort zone. When you move beyond the edges of your comfort zone and you challenge yourself to be a more a, a bigger, grander, more expressed version of who you truly and authentically are, then you actually become that version of yourself that is more expressed. But it's it's actually the who it's it's the you who you've always been, and everyone has a is, is a everyone is a um a everyone is waiting to become a a more of them. I think it's David Bowie if that makes sense. I think it's David Bowie. He says that the process of growing up is just this arduous process of becoming who you've already been or always been or who you already are and growing up is really just about you discovering who you truly are like who are you who are you really you know just ask yourself that right now who are you what in the fuck are you doing here and what is this life all about for you i've brought up purpose before what is your purpose what is your purpose for existing if you don't ask, if you don't have one, just ask the universe or think of something you really love to do. Maybe you're a great golfer. Maybe you are an amazing skateboarder. Skaters, by the way, are the gnarliest fucking, some of the gnarliest people on the planet are skaters. Um, what's, what's, what's that thing that <clears throat> you know that you were born to do? What's the thing that you wanted to be when you grew up, when you were a little kid? What's the fireman? You know? Little kids say, I want to be a fireman. Right? Maybe you wanted to be a fireman. Go be one. I got into a fight with this kid on Facebook. Good guy. I might have brought this up in a past episode, but really good guy. He's arguing with me over some stupid fucking meme that I posted that I... It was like GoFundMe in 1985. It was like... And it was a picture of a kid mowing lawns. Right? And that just... That just infuriated the living shit out of people. Talk about triggered. I got okay boomered. I have brought this up. I have brought the okay boomered thing up before. But this kid okay boomers me for posting a picture that suggests that you should work hard if you want to make money. <laughs> he just gets all butt hurt over it. And 
blah, blah, blah. And it turned into this like 75 comment long argument. And, you know, it could have, it could have become, it could have turned life threatening. In that moment, this kid, this kid probably wanted to kill me. He probably wanted to murder me for posting this stupid meme that like came through. I thought it was funny. So I shared it. And next thing I know, okay, boomer. And I'm just like, what the fuck? But, um, the whole offensiveness thing is 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 truly hilarious and astonishing and mystifying to me. But um, where was I going with that? So, yeah. So I I I basically said you want to make a lot of money, move to Chicago, and become a firefighter. Become like a sign up to be a firefighter. Just join the union if there's a union for that. And in a few years, you'll be making six figures. Bam, done. Problem solved. Money problem solved. I don't wanna. Okay, well, I, I'm not sure what to tell you. I think I just, I think I used that exact example again. So, whatever. There's power in redundancy. There's power in redundancy, and <clears throat> my point is that that you can really be become what you've always wanted to be or become. The 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 potential that exists inside of the average human being is astonishing. Is astonishing. Is there a book in you? Is there a podcast in you? I have a a client who's wrestling with, she's got this really juicy podcast idea. It's a brilliant idea. People will listen to this freaking podcast all day long. It's like the, it's like the next like huge podcast waiting to happen. And she's terrified to hit record and, and push and she's terrified to hit record and blast it out there, share her stories with the world because her stories are controversial but all that it's like there's an entirely new experience of this person and this person there's there's an entirely entirely new experience that this person will have of themselves as a result of pushing record and what's the what's the record button that you're afraid to push what's the thing that you know you should be doing saying right expressing that you're not that's why I love podcasting. You can just get in, just get on the microphone, push record, talk shit, and then release it. And, you know, people listen. 97 people listened or downloaded. I don't know how many of those people listen. But, but you actually have the power in you to take responsibility for your entire existence. You're the, the, you have within you the power to alter reality. You have the power within you to make things go completely differently than they have been going up until this moment. Want to change your life? Wake up at four in the morning, take a cold shower, do some kundalini yoga, do a little bit of chanting, do that all before dawn, and take a run or something. And watch what happens to your life. Do that for 40 days and watch what happens to your life. If you want specific instructions on that, email me, Transform at Magic Pisces, and I will send you a YouTube video that tells you exactly what to do. Just do that for four. Uh, just do that for forty days, and your whole entire life will transform. And again, the simplest or the most powerful transformational—what's the word I'm looking for? The most powerful transformational avenues are the absolute simplest. Like if you drink too much, if you can't stop drinking, go to one of them meetings. If you don't like them meetings, do the kundalini yoga. 
If you don't like the kundalini yoga, go sign up for core power yoga and do a 30-day pass. Buy like a 30-day thing for 30 bucks or whatever they have on sale and show up every single day for 30 days and watch what happens. Just start running. Put on put on running shoes and just go run. Don't even put on running shoes. Put on like whatever shoes you have. Whatever you have in the house or go barefoot and just start going. And watch what happens. And maybe you'll get an injury. And that's fucking badass if you get an injury because that means that you did something. That means that you did something that challenged you that resulted in an injury. You know, I was 33 years old. I started surfing on Lake Michigan. And the first day I went surfing was freezing cold and it was snowing. It was behind the Baha'i Temple in Wilmette. And the second time I went surfing, the waves were like two feet overhead on Lake Michigan. And it was November. And they were they pummeled me. They absolutely pummeled me. It was terrifying, and I had this wetsuit that was leaky, and it wasn't a winter wetsuit, I'll tell you that much, and I had this, like, shitty hood on that my friend Kevin gave me, and he told me it'd be okay, and I had, like, this, these, like, shitty kayaking boots that were just terrible, and I just went out there and immediately got this crazy ice cream, ice cream, frozen, ice, ice cream headache from the freezing cold water, and started shaking uncontrollably. And I think basically what was happening is I went into hypothermia. Um, and uh, and that was my that was my second day ever surfing. And I this guy, like, I was trying to paddle out. I had no idea what I was doing. Absolutely none on this big old board. And the waves are massive. Apparently, it was one of the best days that they had ever had on Lake Michigan in the history of surfing. And these waves were absolutely gigantic, way over my head. And this I'm paddling out, and this dude just, like, this wave comes and just collapses onto this dude, just wrecks him. And then he barrel rolls over me and we get like tangled underwater and I get smashed into the bottom of the lake. Like sand gets in my eyes and shit. It was just fucking gnarly. It's like 33 degrees outside, 35 degrees outside in the snow and this remote beach at the Indiana dunes that we had to walk a mile to get to. It's like a 15, 20 minute walk to get to this spot called Lake street. And just outside of Gary, Indiana, and you could see the city off to the left, off to the um, to the north. You see the entire Chicago skyline, the whole city, right? Kind of juts, it kind of sticks out from where this spot is, and um, and that was my first day or second day of surfing, and I got completely pummeled, clobbered, obliterated almost went into hyperthermia or did go into hypothermia, was shivering, 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 couldn't move, right? Or was was, was shaking so hard that like my body was doing everything it could to, to keep it warm, to keep me alive. That's what shaking is for. At least that's what I heard in, uh, that's what shivering is for. That's what I heard in uh, some science class in all those years growing up that that's the purpose of shivering is to is to save your life to prevent hypothermia to rush the blood to your organs to protect them so you don't die and that's what was happening and i tell you what i got done with that day and there i i just made this decision there is absolutely nothing in the fucking world that is going to stop me from learning to do that i am going to be a master surfer i am going to learn how to surf and I just went and went and went and went and went. I got, I ordered a, a nice wetsuit like when I got back from that weekend or when I when I got back that day a couple days later I ordered like this really nice Excel is the brand six millimeter winter wetsuit with booties and gloves, and um and that thing was just like insulation like you'd never believe, and I would go out on Lake Michigan and I would surf these like one and two foot waves, 
with like chunks of ice all over the place and I'd put on a I'd put on my old skateboarding helmet a lot to protect my head from the ice and I'd get in and I would just literally be covered in ice and slowly but surely I learned how to catch waves and I have never had a more amazing fun awesome time in my entire life than than those times those those days out in the dead of winter and this would have been 2008 or 2009 paddling around these tiny waves and then you know, bigger waves all of a sudden started showing up. And when the bigger waves showed up, I was stoked because I learned on the little waves and the waves on the lake are just crazy and gnarly and sloppy and junky and just fucking nuts and, and dangerous, genu- truly dangerous, truly dangerous. And I was just out there on a mission. Nothing will stop me. And, you know, today I surfed some of the sickest waves in my entire life and 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 I can show up at the average break and and surf good no matter who's there with the exception of a few you know of the more more truly competitive spots but but that's the power of commitment and and you have that power within you you can do this you can do that you can learn the thing that you want to learn you can join a jujitsu gym and become amazing at jujitsu you can become a boxer you could go into a boxing gym and be a great boxer you could become a yogi literally right now in this moment all of us can get to choose. All of us get to choose. And the most amazing thing about being a human being is the ability to choose. And if you choose the freaky, scary thing, which is often not the physically dangerous thing, it's often the thing that just exists in your mind. Um, if you choose to do that thing, which might be ask that person out, um, go on that date, start that business, your life will transform. It will transform. If you got a podcast in you, figure out how to make the thing happen, get a hosting company, and start releasing episodes. All you need is a phone. Anyway, I don't know how I feel about this episode. I hope you took something from it. I was kind of like running out of stuff to talk about with all this, you know, I don't want to talk about COVID and masks and race anymore. Please don't say, why don't you want to talk about race? I just don't. Not on my podcast, at least. Um, and those who do, more power to you. You continue that conversation. Um, all that being said, peace, love, understanding, love, light, all, all that shit. And I will talk to you next time on the Magic Pisces podcast.